0: There we go.
1: just us michael said he can't do it
0: i think my yeah i, th- I don't think michael can do it yet he might else join lucky. us halfway in and yeah everybody else came
1: aside from like from missy yeah and i mom. think
0: missy's been pretty busy lately mm. james has been busy
1: Sus. very sus now playing <laughs> a game or something
0: <laughs> i have no idea
1: <laughs> oh that would be funny though yeah um All right. I'm I'm making a concerted effort to try to stop saying um as much because I've noticed like 90% of me is editing out my ums. (laughs) I'm terrible at it. It's just a
0: placeholder that is pretty commonly used.
1: Pause. Think about what you're going to say and then say it in short bursts and then pause again. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Or if I just throw that all out the window in, (laughs) which is probably more likely. Right. (laughs) All right. 32 days, 24 all stars, one co-host and one podcast. This is your host, Pooty, And today we're joined by Lara Alvarez, a.k.a. La Vida. Hola. And myself, Jonathan LaPaglia. We will be going over the first. Well, this was. From the Kylie boots, spoiler, to Tegan's boots, only two boots since we last spoke, yeah. I believe. But there are some big events this weekend that we need to talk about.
0: So. Yeah, and they were busy boots, too.
1: Yeah, I'll say the Kylie boot was really the first blind side of the merge, I think. Is that right? Yeah. uh Yeah. That was the first big moment where everyone decided on a plan that maybe not everyone else was in on.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was a six to five vote really split. Um, I don't think I think there was, you know, I think there was some suspicion that something might be happening. But everybody was just hoping they could stick to what they were being told. And then... Kylie left and Matt, David and Gerard were like, well, it wasn't me. So we right. had to get rid of her at some point. We
1: spoke about it in the last podcast a little bit, but basically going into this tribal council, the original alliance had made a move or tried to make a move, which resulted in a Tegan boot. But it was very close. That's a- Tessa. That's right. Sorry. A Tessa. Boot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Very similar names. In both very australian names the alliances were formed and tessa got the boot we spoke about that before this tribal council the thing that was strange was that the underdog alliance going up against the bananas seemed to resign themselves to losing because they had lost that vote with tessa even though it was like six six to five so very close i don't know why they were so defeatist about it because this round Everyone seemed to jump on a Kylie boat, or at least the majority.
0: Yeah, and Michelle had been teasing earlier in the previous round that she'd be willing to go against Kylie sooner rather than later. She just didn't want to go against her group of seven quite yet. But yeah, so both Michelle and and Daisy and Tegan, they all kind of fell on the bottom of their little group and they wanted to do something. Daisy jumped quicker and that didn't work, but Michelle and Tegan both waited And in Michelle's case, it seems to have worked out pretty well for the time being.
1: Yeah, I think really Michelle and Tegan were kind of, uh, I think, crucial in this plan. But certainly I think everyone had just been waiting to kind of shake things up. Mm -hmm. And Kylie, uh, unfortunately for Kylie, but fortunately for viewers, she was like the figurehead of that group because she was very unwavering. Very much told everyone where her loyalties lie and and tried to get people to vote with them, but uh, not in the best pitch, I don't think. So really, she kind of drew a line in the sand that they would have been dumb to ignore, and they weren't. So they took advantage of that, finally flipped the tables and our beloved Kylie got the boot. Do you think, I mean, obviously there are things that Kylie could have done differently to prevent this. What do you think is her biggest flaw?
0: I think, hmm, it's a good question because she kind of fell into the trap where everybody was like, well, everybody's Kylie's best friend and Kylie is running everything. She kind of became a little too transparent um, because it's it's Tegan and Michelle were the relationships she really needed to keep and I think that they could tell that she had loyalties to other people before she had loyalties to them right and I don't think she nurtured those relationships enough
1: I think Susie's biggest problem, Kylie's biggest problem, uh, I think, is the common thread is that she is extremely loyal to a select few. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that she doesn't make deals outside of that. So when people want to make a move against it, they can't work with her because she's made it abundantly clear she's not turning on them. I think what she should do, if she plays again, is consider talking to other people and entertaining their ideas. You don't have to commit. You don't have to lie. But be open to talking with them about their ideas so that if they come up with a plan to vote out your people, they feel comfortable coming to you with that idea. And then Mm -hmm. from there, you can reject it and stay loyal. But at least you have that option. I don't think she's giving other people the option to come to her. She's just becoming so, uh, first of all, she's threatening because she's so well connected. But then on top of that, she almost makes it impossible for people to want to work with her. Whereas I think someone like a Michelle or even a Tegan, who are very threatening and social, at least have spoken to everyone and given everyone the opportunity to uh, play with them.
0: I mean, David's repaired his relationships with both Charn and Daisy as Mm -hmm. another example.
1: I mean, it's hard because I know Susie wants to be loyal. Mm -hmm. and I think that that's great. I don't think you have to betray people to do well. I've seen people win, go the distance, being completely loyal. I think where she screws up is that she doesn't She doesn't want to pretend like she might flip on the people that she's loyal to, right? Yeah, she's a little
0: too immovable.
1: Right. And she's too honest, which Mm -hmm. is not a good thing in the game of Stranded. Uh, you, You really want to... You don't have to be dishonest, but withholding some of that information. You don't have to tell people that... You're never moving against these poor people, that you're tightly aligned with these people. You can just let them come to you with stuff and withhold, I think is the key.
0: Yeah, And I think you're right that nobody's going to feel comfortable coming to her with their own plan because it's like it's Kylie's plan. Kylie's got the plans and and it's up to you to be an ally of hers and listen to them. It's a little bit harder, I think, um, for people to feel comfortable going to her with a plan about shaking things up about bettering their own position in the game. And I think... They just don't see her. They they see her as an obstacle rather than somebody they can use as a tool in their plans.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think that this early merge, like most early merges, the early big threats go out one by one. And I think that's been the case. We see that again after Kylie's boot with Tegan. I mm-hmm. think Tegan was just viewed as too powerful of a player socially and strategically.
0: People saw her as the force in Kylie's vote. And so... She's the next big name. Get rid of her next. (laughs) It's
1: so interesting because the biggest reason people wanted to take out Kylie, I think, is because she was too loyal to this other group. Meanwhile, Tegan betrays that group, votes out Kylie, and then they decide that Tegan's too (laughs) big of a threat. So kind of a lose-lose.
0: And that vote was really strange, too, because it it ended up being a unanimous vote, nine to one, but it was all whispers, all tribal, and a few people didn't put their votes in until like the last second. I seriously thought it could have been a tie vote halfway through tribal.
1: Can we talk about this tribal? I had forgotten about this, how not straightforward it was because it was unanimous. We have to talk about Sean during this tribal council. I think proving all star legend icon status. With this travel council, I think she's the sole reason that vote was a slam dunk. She was just telling people how to vote, what the vote was going to be, not wavering at all. And I think that that's so important. Uh, People listening, that is a key strategy for these Whisper councils, I think people are panicking, they see all these whispers, they don't know if things are changing, people are telling them different names. If you have someone who is calm, confident, and saying, this is the boot, ignore all of that, it's gonna be this person. Mm-hmm. You more likely will follow that than all the panic and whispering.
0: Yeah, whispering for 20 minutes. Oh, what should we do? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm so confused. Isn't going to get anybody anywhere. So uh, <laughs> that's the time where you should be decisive. Put your foot down and say, this is how I'm going to vote. And people will generally follow along more than that. Not. And Sharn did this on both sides because the votes that were being discussed before where Matt's name had come up kind of on one side. And Ben's name had kind of come up on the other side. And Sharn, especially other people kind of helped with this, but used both of those names as a fear tactic to get everybody to just pile on Tegan instead.
1: Right. You know, it's interesting. I often refer to Rudy as a villain. He's known as King Rudy. I think this is proving why he definitely has a villainous streak to him. It's more of like a quiet confidence and ballsiness that he's very uh, he's not under the radar, but he's very uh, unassuming. Right. Mm -hmm. It's when he goes for a plan, it's very aggressive, which you're not expecting because he's so reserved the rest of the time. It's almost like he's waiting for the moment and it's super effective. I mean, I don't think anyone has or had Sharn on their radar. I'm sure now they do. But before that council, they were kind of just looking to her as an extra vote. And she decided that vote entirely. I'm convinced of that. I mean, I know it was a lot of parts and a lot of targets, but really a lot of people were looking who do we vote for who do we vote for and she was a big force in getting rid of tegan
0: and she got away with it scott scott free i mean tegan thought oh well ben brought up my name so that's why i started going after him
1: yeah i keep as this game goes on more and more i'm seeing even more similarities between michelle and sharn and i'm also seeing them both duke it out i think that this game could very well come down to those two duking it out in the end
0: i think um i think that's very possible i think michelle's Michelle put a couple charts up recently where um, I think a lot of these players are still assuming a final three, by the way, that's all they've been talking about, even though you're questioning the challenge very clearly said final two goat, but you know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, like,
1: no Australian <laughs> survivor has had a final three and, yeah stranded one did uh, not
0: have one but you know michelle was talking about going to the end with like Sharn and daisy so
1: i saw that which is what made me think about it and we had been talking about a little bit where michelle is kind of the new rudy you know in a sense where yeah. he's a little more socially donny michelle is a little more socially adept than sharn is there's certainly a different game but they're very similar in visibility aggressiveness um villainy <laughs> i guess yeah. Very similar players, very good players, and both have been known to come up just short. So I'm super interested in that duo going forward. This group has now been whittled down to extreme competitors. I mean, everyone outside of maybe Baden and maybe Gerard, who I think is still playing well, are Mm -hmm. extreme threats to win, like some of our best players. So I don't know how this is going to end. It's going to be a fight to the finish, though, for sure.
0: And it's going to be insane. That's that's for sure um speaking of so other things that happened this weekend um ben got the public idol mm. so ben has a public idol
1: lots of powers in play now with mm-hmm. uh auctions going off some were played i think sarah played her hidden meaning the idol is that right
0: yes yes sarah played her idol uh during tegan's boot
1: right and then yeah. kylie had played her deal vote the round before she left So Mm -hmm. the advantages left, we just so let's go over this. So (laughs) it's a lot. (laughs) Another idol was hidden, which Michelle found. Yes. Michelle Michelle has has a
0: hidden idol. I don't think anybody knows about that.
1: Ben bought a public idol, which everyone knows about, obviously. Mm hmm. Those are the two idols in the game. Sharn recently purchased the final item that was not won in auction. So she has the power to leave tribal council or make someone else leave tribal council where they'd be safe, but they won't be able to vote.
0: Mm hmm. And I think she's told Michelle about that, David about that, and David told Matt.
1: And there's one more item. What am I missing? Oh, Is there another. Uh, the newbie one, but that doesn't count. Oh.
0: <laughs> that hasn't, um,
1: it was not as effective as I thought it would be.
0: <laughs> and then we've got two tribal councils coming up tonight
1: yes so over the weekend they were playing the tower stack challenge which is such a cruel challenge but i I still love it
0: (laughs) they all messed up too the funniest quote of the day so far with that is michelle saying okay well i was trash at that build a tower challenge i think i should (laughs) end with 63 and she is like almost double anybody else
1: (laughs) yeah they're gonna she's gonna paint a target on herself after that for sure
0: (laughs) but she did she got that tower within the last 13 minutes like she just went through just like everybody messed up. up yeah everybody else messed up a lot of people messed up within the last like five ten minutes a couple people played it safe uh gerard literally only posted three blocks mm-hmm. so he didn't try but so michelle's going to have at least one of the immunities uh baden was doing the challenge during this podcast so i don't know how he ended up and how that'll shake up but i think that means michelle is probably going to play her idol tonight too to just make sure she's
1: safe through both. I see. Okay, so she wants to
0: guarantee herself a final seven. I think she might do that. She might not. We'll see. Because that idol is good till final six, and I think she should be safe but i think
1: she should not do that i think i mean i don't know i
0: guess if I you're see, a challenge i beast. see that yeah and i see the paranoia like okay well i just won another challenge and it's good to just be like okay well this is a crazy night let's just wipe my hands of it i'm safe both rounds sweet sweet
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I, I definitely see that appeal
1: i don't know i guess the move
0: I think that could make her a huge target moving forward, for sure.
1: It's strange because you could make the argument that without a lot of time to plan, if someone assumes you might be playing the immunity the first round, you could not play it and then hope nobody piles a vote on you Mm -hmm. and save it for the next round. You could make the argument that if you do that, everyone then takes that opportunity before you get safety in the next council, right? Right. Uh, You could also bluff that you have some kind of advantage that would keep you safe anyway, and that's why you're not playing. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can do it. It's such a it's kind of uncharted territory. It's not something that's very common. It's not something we've done in Stranded very often. The only other time was with you guys in victory.
0: And I thought I had planned that so perfectly.
1: Yes, you did not. <laughs> <'Cause> you're undoing.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and yes. with so many advantages, I don't know that I would. I don't it's it's going to be a crazy night and heading into the finals is going to be crazy. We have a lot of game left to play and a lot of really good people. I'm thinking I would always assume the bigger players go sooner rather than later, but who knows? It could be an easy. I think pile any on of that.
0: these players left have the opportunity to show themselves as a big player. I think they've all got that potential, and so really, well,
1: except for Baden. <laughs>
0: maybe not Baden Baden. (laughs) maybe not Baden I mean Baden's gonna be
1: it'll be interesting because Baden's definitely gonna be uh, singled out as a final three goat even though it's a final two
0: yeah and I mean I don't know though I think some people I mean I think Daisy just posted like is she crazy for thinking about bringing Baden to the end like she's like actually worried she would lose to Baden so I don't know I think there's ways that I, I think I don't know that I have the most faith in Baden in a final tribal council knowing what we know about him (laughs) i I think he could easily lose a game for himself there i i i I hope oh my god of
1: course he loses in a final two come on (laughs) anyone beats baden in the final two and i'm hoping the only silver lining in that because it's going to be a slam dunk i think is that i'm hoping baden does a lot of voice (laughs) modulation (laughs) in that final tribal council
0: To answer all the questions.
1: Because it would be iconic. Baden is iconic already in this season. (laughs) Baden is
0: iconic. Definitely. So glad we had him back. Let's talk about some of these people that have
1: a lot of things going on. So what's going on with the bananas now that Kylie is gone? Are Sarah, David, and Matt strong together?
0: Well, it would be Matt, David, and Gerard. So I think that gives you a little indication of how strong the remaining bananas are. I think Matt and David are very strong together. Um, I love
1: those two together. I hope they both make it like, to the final five or so, because they're, they're going to be super entertaining.
0: That would be great. Yeah, they're they're both fant- fantastic players. I think they use information really well with each other. It's really great to watch. Gerard, I, I don't know where he's super at. He seems... I mean, he did a video confessional. He seems kind of very willing to just kind of go with the flow. I'm a little worried about him in terms of endgame with that, if he can get there. I know... A couple people might be looking at targeting him soon. Um I think Daisy yeah. wants him out. But he
1: has he's always had this problem. He doesn't he doesn't pull the trigger. So that makes mm-hmm. people not want to go with him. He just becomes an easy boot that the consensus can come to towards the end of the game because he's dangerous enough to where you can't trust him, but not solid enough to where you want to keep him around. And so And I
0: think losing Tegan really hurt his plans to I can see Gerard um,
1: going tonight.
0: It could happen. It could you know? easily I happen. Mean, maybe
1: not the first council, but I would think for the second council he could be in danger. hmm Which is not something I had thought about before we spoke, actually. But I think it, this is around the time where he normally goes home and I mean it's not yeah. looking good for his game.
0: I think Sarah's doing okay. I don't think she goes tonight. I mean it's hard. Two people going a night. A lot of things could happen, but I think she's done pretty well in kind of getting a, attention off of herself since being like the attempted alternate um, vote when Tessa left, since playing an idol that didn't do anything. <laughs> like, I don't think she I don't think that many people are looking at her right now. I think they're looking at people like Matt. I think they're looking at Gerard. I think they might still be looking at Ben, um, even Baden. A few people could be looking at. I don't so think they're looking the ba- at. Sarah
1: who are the biggest threats like who's who is everyone targeting tonight
0: I don't know I've been trying to keep up with a little little bit um on chat I haven't been super active this weekend I did see Matt's name pop up a couple of times I know uh, I know Daisy wants Gerard out Uh, let me check Michelle's confessional Michelle would be fine with Either Baden and Ben going or David and Matt going. She's playing super flexible. She's really trying to play the middle right now. So many middle um, players. <laughs> uh, right now, she kind of sees the game as like um, her Gerard and Sharn, and then a group of Daisy, Baden, and Ben, and a group of Sarah, Matt, and David. So it's very possible we see one from each of from a couple of those trios leave, but I don't think it goes back to back.
1: My gut says that Daisy's in trouble tonight. Uh, it's. It- it's such a weird group left. I mean, everyone is strong. It really is. And there's no cl- after Kylie and Tegan boots, which were both kind of random. It's so up in the air. I think Ben and Daisy are probably most in danger tonight if I had to go with my gut. But I don't know. i worried Matt's, about Matt too. Matt's a big threat. He's been kind of on the outs ever since Kylie's boot and he's been too vocal about it. I think he should just chilled out and he would have been fine. But he's been like very vocal about being on the outs hmm. So I don't know what to, to make of that. I think end game, though, I still see Sarah in the final five and stepping up to be a huge threat. I see not Michelle and Sharn in the end game.
0: hmm. I and think I those are the David. three people I would say are not leaving tonight for certain. Um, would be Michelle, Sarah, and Sharn. I don't think they would leave tonight. I think David is maybe the next safest.
1: Yeah, I, I see those four in the finals. I really, that's who I would be eyeing. And I think Matt is going to either go tonight or be like a final five-ish, too big of a threat boot, outsider boot. I see it. Ben, Ben, I think, is toast. I think Ben's going home tonight. I think of the people left, he's someone that everyone's been targeting and he's not in a super solid group. So I think Ben's in trouble tonight. And Daisy has been too vocal and crazy. So... I think they could use tonight as an easy way to get rid of her. I, there's a lot of ways it can go, but I think those yeah, two. Are... It's,
0: it's really up in the air. I think I think even if they get a plan together for one of these, if for one vote, yeah. I don't think they've got it for two because I think people I think there's a couple of people who will want to work with different people in each vote.
1: There's going to be a lot of whispering tonight. That is for sure.
0: <laughs> so it should be
1: fun. I think what I'm going to do is give them like a little bit long or at least 30 minute voting windows for both mm-hmm. for sure maybe even a little bit longer but yeah it's gonna be a wild night so we got a double tonight and then we're gonna be at final seven yep and quickly this is the last week of the game so we're quickly gonna be down to the finals we've got a very strong group left i i, I still think winner picks i think we mentioned a michelle Sharn showdown i think that that's very possible for the finals mm-hmm. i also wouldn't count out sarah or david both underdog threats from Indonesia that are proven competitors. Uh, There's a lot of ways this can go, but those are the four I think have the the most longevity and also the most uh, ability to win at this point. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Certainly anything can happen. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wild group. Yeah, t-
0: t- t- tomorrow it'll be like the everything everything we just said will be completely invalidated for sure <laughs> right
1: yeah sharn and michelle <laughs> go tonight and
0: <laughs> somehow
1: <laughs> right and like Baden and his biggest threat to win or something yeah <laughs> it, 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 with these live double tribals it's it's any, anyone's game All right. I think we've exhausted the last two votes. I think there will be a lot more to talk about in our next podcast, which will be right before a final. So that will be exciting. I think we'll be finishing the season strong. Um, What do you think about the season so far overall before we go out?
0: I think it's been great. I mean, we talked about it having that slow burn in the pre-merge, but how that normally sets up for a really good post-merge game. And I think we're seeing that. I think the Tessa, Kylie, Tegan boots, all of those were very interesting live um, tribals to attend and to watch as a viewer. All the, I mean, the messaging just... jumped up um, if you look at the average, average message count, we went from like averaging like 3000 a day to like 8,000 messages, like three yeah. days in a row.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. I think usually a season is big boots go early in the merge and then it's kind of, you know,
0: I think a lot of this cast has been waiting to play, to play hard right. and I to really get opposite. into it. Yeah, I think
1: this time each boot is getting more and more interested, mm-hmm. which is usually not the case. Yeah, I, I mean, because I can
0: say, honestly, I have no idea what's going to happen tonight, and I think I'm going to be happy... No matter what happens, because gonna be entertaining.
1: That's the crazy thing is, you know, if we were talking about a newbie cast, these people would all be probably under the radar players that might not. We wouldn't say we're the best players of all time. These people are the best players of all time. We're just they're just hiding it very well from one another. Mm hmm. So that's exciting. I'm very excited to see how this finishes out. I hope the best for them. I hope that they all play as hard as they can. They have been so far, so I'm excited to see how it goes. I think that's just about going to do it, though. We've exhausted all the conversation we can have. We've got a lot of advantages, a lot of gameplay left. Uh, I think it's going to be a crazy week.
0: It'll be fun. Good season so far. Uh, Going to keep
1: going. (laughs) All right. I think that's going to do it. So with that, we look forward to tonight. And this is Pudi out. Adios. Bye.